Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. What is the worst thing you can say when asked a question, especially when you ask that question to yourself? And what I believe is one of the worst things that you can say to yourself is simply, I don't know. I don't know is going to be the worst thing to think to yourself whenever it relates to something that you want or something that you might want. Whenever you have control over an outcome, but you're unsure of what to do. Whenever you have influence over an outcome, but are unsure of what to do. Uh, whenever the outcome is, is predictable with certainty or whenever a decision, action uh, is required assuming that you have the minimum information required or the minimum experience required to make some sort of an intelligent decision. Now, it is acceptable to say, I don't know. And sometimes when we're dealing with uh, something that truly cannot be known with any degree of certainty, and I say acceptable because it's not optimal to say, I don't know, even under those circumstances, which we'll go over in a minute. But it is acceptable to say that, or at least it's a first step to say that when we're dealing with something that truly cannot be known with any degree of certainty, it's also acceptable when you have no control nor influence over a particular outcome, or you can't predict a particular thing, or if you have not collected the minimum amount of information, or you don't have the minimum amount of experience required to make any sort of a reasonable decision. Now, even in these cases, when this is true, I would still avoid saying or thinking to myself, I don't know. Again, it's beneficial to admit that you don't know the unknown and to surrender to the fact that certain things cannot be known in this world. But it's much more powerful if you put a probability on something happening rather than saying, I don't know, even if that probability is 50-50. And we'll go over that, why that's the case as we go through this. If something is, can, can truly not be known with any, any degree of certainty, put a probability on it, even if it's 50-50. If you have no control over the outcome, acknowledge you can't force the outcome, and then utilize a process that makes the favored outcome more likely. And I purposely did not put most likely here, I put more likely. And the reason is, is because you're not going to know what most likely is. That's almost putting too much pressure on yourself to make the right decision when it's more important to actually make a decision. So if you can find something that's even a little bit more likely, you go towards that. If you don't have the minimum amount of information or experience required to make a decision, then say, I choose to collect more information or I choose to gain more experience before making this decision. Realizing that waiting to make a decision is a decision. You're not sitting there in confusion, right? Because not making a decision is a decision either, except that's letting fate take its course if you do it out of confusion. But if you do it out of purposefulness, consciously, you decide to wait. That is a decision. And whenever we make a decision, we want to take credit for making the decision, even if that decision is to put something off. When we're trading, and even in life in general, 
I don't know is very often an indication of insecurity of some way. Now, it may not be insecurity about the money necessarily, it could be, but it's usually insecurity about something, what a meaning is. So when it relates to trading, a lot of people will be like, well, I can't lose this trade because, and then you have to fill that in with it, because it means something. And usually that meaning leads to some form of an insecurity, right? I'm afraid to lose a trade. Again, that's insecurity. When you're insecure, you can tell this by the need to require near 100% certainty of an outcome before you make a decision or before you make a choice. So in other words, if we're thinking about entering a trade and we can't decide, we've looked at the information available to us and then we can't decide which trade to do or we go into this mode of confusion or indecision and we start searching for more, more and more and more information. We've always, when we've already got plenty of information or basically all the information we're going to have or that, that we should need in order to make the decision, yet we're not making it. A lot of the times what's going on is we're requiring near 100% certainty before we make that move. And that right there is an indication that we may have some insecurity underneath lying around and it's beneficial to figure out what that is. The other thing that I find very, very common, which is almost the opposite of insecurity is unrealistic expectations. We have a lot of people that come into the business expecting to find, expecting that somebody's gonna hand them a way where they can win trades with near 100% certainty or that they can figure out or you know, they're looking for an indicator or a, a set of indicators or something that's going to predict with near 100% certainty which way the market's gonna go, right? Or they're thinking I can, I can find a way to make this trade win no matter what happens in the market or I'm gonna find a trade that wins no matter what happens in the market going forward. Those are all unrealistic expectations when it comes to trading. Trading is very dynamic. Trading is a game of chance. It's a game of risk. And we're never, going to, we're never going to be able to do that. And the hunt for that is what challenges people. As a matter of fact, you know, being a coach, I, I can see this real easily. I was uh, asked a question today from somebody about you know, they want uh, on our trading strategies, you know, how we give our Go and Pro members, we give our month-to-month results that we've had over the past. Well, this guy wants the month-to-month results, he wants the sharp ratios, he wants the correlation with the general market, right? In other words, he, he's, he's looking for statistics on everything you could possibly think of in every way of possibly looking at it. And why does he want all these statistics? He's trying to create or mix in our strategies, right? He's trying to say, what mixture of strategies can I use with my current strategy or whatever I'm using, my long strategy, and produce a system or do a whole bunch of crap so that my P&L curve is always flat or it's always, you know, it never goes up and down. In other words, I, I never take a big loss in my account. And first of all, 
even if something worked that way in the past, chances are it's not going to work that way in the future. He has an unrealistic expectation. You can have all those numbers you want. You can research that for the rest of your life. There's people on Wall Street who you know, have teams of people. They pay hundreds of thousands of dollars, sometimes millions of dollars a year, coming out of the brightest colleges, working together in collaboration with teams trying to figure this out, right? If they're not figuring it out, you're not going to figure it out. Just accept the fact that you're going to have variable returns. Take a look at what the market's doing. Adapt to the marketplace. It's really the best thing you can do. You're going to make the most money that way. Trade a responsible size, and you'll be all set. There won't be a problem. But what's happening is they're so insecure about losing money that in order to trade, they have to get unrealistic expectations. Right? They have to have the hope that the, that that is out there. They have to have the hope that this magic strategy is out there that's always going to make money no matter what. See how they, they breed off of one another? And that is ultimately the challenge, or one of the challenges that we have as a trader. Rather than just surrendering to the fact that you know these things are going to happen, being aware they're going to happen, and trading a responsible size, these people, they're creating unrealistic expectations because they have to have those unrealistic expectations in order to trade because they're so insecure about taking a loss or drawing down on their accounts. Since they need that unrealistic expectation, a lot of times people will create that for themselves. They'll create it by form fitting a back test. They'll create it through doing 14 different strategies so that they win all the time, right? And when they create that for themselves, they believe that they're going to win all the time. And that's when they have their big blowouts. That's when the problems come along because now, now you're confident in your unrealistic expectations because they happen to work for a certain period of time or because you back tested them for so many years or whatever. And therefore they get oversized and that's when they run into trouble when those unrealistic expectations don't pan out the way that they form-fitted them to the past. And this is a very important aspect of being a really good trader and controlling your position size. And it's you're just not you know you're setting yourself up for problems when we have that. So I don't know tends to lead to that. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.